You are now listening to The Whitehorn Project. You know what to do, baby. We're back with The Whitehorn Project. Alec over here, Dylan over there. We're your two hosts of The Whitehorn Project. Horn Gang listeners, thanks for tuning in. You know where to find us. We're on The Whitehorn Project Instagram handle, and we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. Dylan, we've been going through these episodes now. This is, I believe, what, episode 16, right? It is. It is. Gosh, happy to have you here, man. You enjoying yourself today? You have a good day? Oh, man, I'm always enjoying it. Anytime we get a chance to jump on here, riff a little bit, give the listeners something to think about, always a good day. Mm. Always a good day. Well, let's dive into it, man. Uh, so I'm on my third rotation in the past month and a half of the entire Harry Potter <laughs> series. Let's go. Not the books. Not the books. I haven't read one book. <laughs> I mean, I've read books. I have never read a Harry Potter book. And my roommates would tell me I should buy it. Actually... Funny thing I just learned the other day. Did you know that – this could be totally false. Clickbait. I don't know. Did you know that the Harry Potter's book series is one of the most purchased items of all time? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean it's been around for damn near, what, 15, 20 years I think at this point. I think the first one came out in like the late 90s. People used to camp outside of Barnes & Noble. Remember when Barnes & Noble was a thing? I mean I actually still enjoy going to Barnes & Noble to be quite honest with you. But that people used to camp out for those like they were the movies, Dude, for the books. I remember when The Deathly Hallows, the last book came out. It was probably fifth or sixth grade, and I mm -hmm. I remember like somebody gifted it to me uh, for my birthday, and I was like ecstatic, yeah. ecstatic. Yeah, I don't know why, but recently I I got back into this rhythm of just trying to understand. I never really paid attention to the movies growing up. I just like kind of like watched them in passing, and I was kind of like, yeah, these are you know, good. Then you actually really appreciate the artistic talent and all that shit that's going on in the movies. It's amazing. So, anyways. There's a quote, found a good one. I'm trying to think of which movie it's from. Which movie do they introduce Luna Lovegood? So is that I'm, um I'm pretty I'm pretty sure she comes in Yeah, it's gotta be the, of the Fire Fourth Order of the Phoenix. The fourth or the fifth, yeah. It, it's one of those it's one of those movies. Um, she plays a pivotal role, obviously, as, as the she series does. progresses. But yeah, it's like yeah. mid it's mid game for Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mid game. Actually, so underrated character, my opinion, brings the whole story together in the end. So being different isn't a bad thing. Mm. It means you're brave enough to be yourself. What a good quote. That's quality. I like it. And I, when I came across it, it was actually one of the first ones that I saw from her. And I was like, actually, I really, I really do like that quote. But don't tell me a little about what being different means to you and why you appreciate that about yourself. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to take kind of a weird angle. But I, when I think cool. about being different – I don't mean necessarily doing different things from other people or any of that stuff. I, I immediately think of just approaching my life differently. So, you know, have, having a goal, having a purpose and approaching it with a level of personal responsibility, accountability, and just trying to be the best version of myself and whatever I tackle. And that is different mm -hmm. from a lot of people because when mm -hmm. I go into work, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the praise or the glory. I'm doing it from, for myself. Um, and mm -hmm. I'm approaching it like that. And that, that mindset fuels a lot of the actions that I that carry out in my life. So, you know, mm -hmm. when I'm, when I talk about different, I am different and it's, it's my approach. It's the way that I think about things. My psychology to how I live my life is, in my opinion, different from a lot of the masses. So that, that's where I kind of operate. So going off of that a little bit, just because I want to pick your brain a little bit, mm -hmm. where do you feel like like that angle, right, of how you operate your life, how you how you tackle your day, whatever it might be in your work, in your life, in your play? Why do you feel like the way you attack it is differently? Do you think it's just like an authentic manner? I mean, I feel like because I I feel like I can resonate with that. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can say the same thing too. The way I attack on my day might be different from a lot of people. Yeah. So it it comes from within, and what I mean by that is, I have identified 
my truth, like why I get up every day and why I do what I do. And that's not to say that, that I don't make mistakes or that I don't falter, but I think, I think that my motivators and my drive for why I do what I do is different from, and I I don't want to say that other people don't have this, but I think it's different from like the traditional, you know, you get a job to make money. Right. You, you mm-hmm. get the girl because of what other people think or, you know, because you want to show them off and do all these things. And again, I'm not pointing to other people saying, hey, I'm, I'm better than you or I have truer no, reasons. Wrong. But I think that I'm able to cut through a lot of that bullshit and a lot of the filler to get down to like the, the truest form of why I'm pursuing what I'm pursuing. So, mm-hmm. you know, for example, I get up and I take my dog out down to the park to run him. And, yeah, there's practical reasons for that. You know, I take him down to the park so he can further socialize with other animals, learn a little bit better. We can train a little bit on some of the obedience stuff, but I really get him up every day to give him the routine and more so to give myself the routine because I want to start my day with giving, giving back. Mm -hmm. And so I give Mm -hmm. back to the animal. That's, that's Mm -hmm. my, that, and that holds me accountable because he doesn't get, he, he won't really be affected. I mean, yeah, he won't get as much exercise, but psychologically, you know, he lives in the moment. He, he doesn't, he can't reflect like I can on the motivations behind doing things. So, you know, that's an example of like, you know, some people might say, I do it for the exercise. I do it for the routine. And I I do it for all of that, but it's more so the psychological framing behind like, I'm Mm -hmm. starting my day giving of myself mm-hmm. um and that makes me feel good because it's like all right, i'm already the day has already begun on a good foot so what about you yeah no so when you say what about me what about me as in in which specific part? just like what are the motivators for why you, you do what you do when you start your day like is it <clears throat> ritualistic is it i mean it's okay if it's surface yeah. level but i'm just curious yeah no i mean it's it's definitely ritualistic in a sense of you know trying to stay consistent and stay disciplined I think when we talk about having a purpose or having a mission, I wouldn't say that I necessarily have honed in on exactly what that is yet. I know that I'm supposed to be here. I think number one, I've I've always kind of leaned on this part is to make other people smile and happy. Mm -hmm. And I try to remind myself of that, especially when I'm personally not happy or when I've got like personal shit going on. I always try to remind myself like, hey, like it's okay to be like this, but just like get out of this funk because you're meant, you know, your gift, your talent is to be out there to go ahead and and give energy and good energy to other people. I feel like that's one of like my core principles that I'm supposed to do for the world. But it is it is a challenge when you've got external factors coming at you left and right. And if my talent and my truth is to be able to give to others, then I need to always be in a place of of not always, but I tried to always be in a place of happiness and optimism, and that's just not always the case. Mm-hmm. You know, just being completely straight up with you. So <clears throat> that's, I mean, saying that right there is probably the most like authentic answer I can I can give you. Um, but I would rather say that and have some unknowns and be as authentic as I can be, as opposed to just giving some kind of like BS answer. Yeah. Another uh, another interesting concept that I always think about too amongst my friend group is so I always consider myself as like a little bit different from everybody, and sometimes yeah. I kind of lean on that as excuses to why like I don't totally. I don't feel that I have like as large of a friend group or I or that I don't you know I'm a bit of a lone wolf like I, I'm very social and I'm extroverted obviously, mm-hmm. but I consider myself kind of a lone wolf, and specifically mm-hmm. in the way that I think and in, in the way that I approach you know, life. So 
I, I have another question for you is, you mm-hmm. know, do you consider yourself different from the crowd that you surround yourself with? Yeah, 100%. I think there's a lot of similarities. Similar to you, I think of the Zach Galifianakis. The Zach Galifianakis. It was one wolf. Or what does he say? Then, like there that. was one. And then there were and then, was, and then there were two in the there was two in the pack. And there were two in the pack. There was two in the pack. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I do. I definitely do think um, I'm different from the pack. Um, I always have, always have thought so. You know, we talked about this in the last episode too. Like just being involved in like a lot of artsy shit growing up, but also playing sports. Like you didn't see a lot of people like kind of walking both of those lines. Mm-hmm. And so, like I think that was one automatic indicator that separated me from the group. But I kind of feel like I've started to find a crowd that that walk different yeah. paths in life, and so that each person being different and individualistic of themselves creates our group you know so <clears throat> i try to hang out with like-minded people i try to hang out with people that are different from me um but I, I definitely do think that i i definitely do feel like i definitely am different in a lot of ways i think even like style wise mm-hmm. too i i love like wearing like outlandish <laughs> stuff once in a while i mean look at what i'm wearing right now <laughs> but i'm just saying like it's just for the fun of it and the thrill of it and i feel like i get to express myself in like a fun way I feel like not everybody resonates with that, but quite honestly, dude, like I don't mind. I would yeah. rather get those people out of the way, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why you and I are similar why we do this. We're lone wolves and above ourselves. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. You touched on something that's really cool that I want to pull out a little bit further, and that's the idea of the group, like the group mentality being similar but also different, right? The strength mm-hmm. of a team really lies in the weaknesses of the others mm-hmm. and this and the covering of the other components that are able to then mm-hmm. strengthen the whole. So, you know, like the, the team is only as strong as the weakest link and that's a big cliche, mm-hmm. but it's true. So no, when you, the same exact yeah, thing. when you align yourself with people that are able to cover your weaknesses, it, it really is a, a benefit for everybody mm-hmm. involved. And, you know, cause you can never be great at everything. I wish it'd yeah. be amazing if that yeah. was the case, but we can't be, we be. can't be great at everything. So I, I have used this in the past, but you find out what you're good at. You double down on your strengths. You sort of neglect your, your main weaknesses that you know, are just not, you're not going to be mm-hmm. able to improve. And then you seek out the people that can fill that, mm-hmm. that void or that gap. And mm-hmm. it, there's some, there's a lot of power in a bunch of people operating near a hundred percent of what they're able to bring and what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And then having that collective be even greater. Yeah. Good, man. That's a great, that's a great little, uh, piece right there. I think so. I, I also you know, want to take it a little bit lighter as well. Cause I know we <laughs> always have a habit of getting into these like deep digits. We, we get, we, we go deep and then we go out yeah. and we go deep and we go out. Yeah. I just, I also love the novelty of, of, things that are different. And I find this all the time. Like I'm always, you know, as, as human beings, we're always changing and I'm always kind of changing. My interests are going towards maybe something a little bit more at a certain mm-hmm. day or week or time of my life. And I appreciate that. I appreciate being surrounded by people that are different. And I used to be one of those guys that looked down on the person that would be out in that group being just outlandish mm-hmm. and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. I've gotten older and I've cared less about what, what everybody thinks, I actually seek out the people that, that push that boundary. Yeah. And I think that's why yeah. you and I have like gotten along a lot better or, or I, I think our, our friendship has really grown and blossomed is, grown. is because I think you had a lot of that innately – um, growing up and I, I feel like you, you pulled a lot of that just outlandishness 
outlandishness okay. out of me. So I appreciate Thank that. You. And I don't know if you would ever know that or if I've ever told you that, but no, I appreciate it. I think in, a, in the same way too, I think you've grounded me in a lot of ways where when I was acting com- like me, <laughs> even out of character, you know, like I feel like you brought me back down to earth, appreciate but that. wow, little, little, little bromo <laughs> on the podcast there for the listeners, but no, definitely. And, and I think just the last thing I, I kind of will, will talk about when it comes to, when it comes to being different, uh, the biggest quote of the part, I mean, the, oh God, the biggest part of the quote um, that we didn't even really talk about was bravery. Yeah. And when you step out of your comfort zone, man, and you are okay with the unknown and judgment and people just completely shitting on you, I mean, thankfully, like, I try not to welcome any of that into my lifestyle, and I feel like you don't either. It does happen. It happens to a lot of people, too. You got to give a lot of credit to people who are themselves and are brave. I mean, there's definitely times where I feel like, did I really just do that, <laughs> or did I not act myself? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like how would my 100% authentic self act in that moment? Um, but yeah, you know, I think that's one thing we didn't really touch on was was bravery, and you know, it's sad because I think a lot of people try, and I think unfortunately there's a lot of nasty people out there. But you know what? We do what we can. We bring light to these things, and that's why we do the podcast. Yeah. That's why we talk about this kind of stuff. And now, you know, the brave, the, the bravery piece too is. I'm glad you brought it back up because it's something I definitely want to touch base on a little bit. It takes a lot of guts to do anything. I mean, and life is really mm-hmm. composed of risks and taking those risks. And at the end of the day, if you go into it with with a, a good intentions and a solid heart and, and good foundation, um, you know, you you have to be careful about being different in a way that could potentially be um, detrimental to others. And that's another thing mm-hmm. too that that you know you, yeah. you want to be cognizant of. And um, so I'm all for self expression and I'm all for you know being your your truest self. Uh, but I think the other part of being brave is also being able to look at the situation and and understand like, hey, maybe this is a you know a circumstance where I should stick with the crowd or I should do mm-hmm. because it's the right thing to do. Like maybe I don't mm-hmm. need to, to have all the attention or I don't need to mm-hmm. be so different. Um, so I, I definitely want to also give yeah. a little bit of a shout out to the, to those people that have the bravery to stick with the, the group opinion and, and the group mentality yeah. when it, when it's warranted, even though they may yeah. feel that urge to go beyond. So that's fun. I'm glad you mentioned that too. You're making me think of a lot of people, especially like in school mm-hmm. where like, they probably knew that the group consensus answer was the best route, but just out of pure spite, they just try yeah. to like raise a red flag over something. And you're just like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, yeah. it's clear that what the group thought is 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 probably true. And but you know what, dude, we can't judge because their truth might be completely different right. in the way that they were raised and the way that they surround themselves with other people. But yeah, dude, a lot a lot of things to come into play when, when with these kind of things. Yeah. Sorry, were you gonna say something? No, no. I was just gonna. I was gonna go off of that. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is ego, and that's immediately mm. what my mind went to when you said, you know, since the spitefulness of going against the group answer when it's correct. It's just ego, and, and sometimes our pride really it, it bubbles up and it takes over the situation. So while it's amazing to be individuals and to to own that and be brave to be different, it's also mm. there's a lot of validity and a lot of power in being able to put your own individualism aside to let the mm-hmm. group greater good shine through um so i'm gonna leave everybody with that i think that's a great place for us to stop uh all you wide horn gang listeners out there we appreciate you guys so much you are the reason that this thing is still live and kicking uh, we love you mm-hmm. guys we're hoping that you're continuing to tune in and listen on all of our platforms that's spotify 
Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud. As always, we love and appreciate you all. Have a great, fantastic rest of your day and an even better week to come. Peace and love, baby.